Hello and welcome to Redeemer Radio's 2021 Spring Shareathon. Shareathon was a great success, but we could still use your help. Please visit RedeemerRadio.com to make your donation and please share this audio with friends and family. Welcome back to Redeemer Radio Shareathon. My name is George Khalil. I'll be your host for this hour and we will be visited today by uh, Corpus Christi Parish. Um, and Father Rabicki is here, Father Daryl, and Maddie Willerton, principal at the high school, or at the high school, yeah. I, you wish I was a high school, no? Oh, no, she says no. Okay, and uh, so we will be uh, we'll be uh, taking pledges here in a minute, but uh, I'd like to start out with a prayer, if you would, Father, if you'd uh, bless this hour for us. Sure, George. Thanks very much. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Gracious God, as we continue to gather in the joy of this Easter season when we become more and more aware of your love for us and your desire for us to come to know you, to love you, and to serve you more clearly and more faithfully. We ask your blessing upon Redeemer Radio in its mission of evangelization and proclaiming the good news. Ask your blessing upon all of the parishes of our diocese that in those places where the word is most proclaimed and we come to meet you in the gift of the Eucharist, that we might grow in your grace. Bless this hour. May it be a productive hour for Redeemer Radio so that it, we can raise the funds necessary to keep this ministry on the air and keep proclaiming the truth and beauty of our faith. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Uh, let's get let's get down to it. Um, we are, as you've been through this a couple of times in your career, you know that we usually give you once a, or twice. Only. <laughs> we, yeah. we usually give you a goal to try to attain during this hour, um, and I will give you what that goal is right now, so we got some idea. Um, the hourly goal is four thousand dollars. <gasps> Oh, it's you, you can you can do that. It's still, it's no big deal. <laughs> um, the what I'd like it's, to it's I, not me. It's the folk over at Corpus Christi who have been very generous and supportive of correct. Redeemer in the past. Yes, correct. That is who it is. Um, and then the overall goal for our for our area. And sometimes we don't give this, but I think it's a good thing to do that uh, to remind people that we are definitely one hundred percent supporter. Don't, are uh, funded. We do not get money from the diocese. We not, do not get money from the bishop's appeal. Uh, this is allowed to be on the air because you support us. Um, and the people in the parishes and the pews support us. But our goal for this uh, share is $282,000, which sounds to me like a very small amount of money to do everything that goes on on this radio station. So uh, $4,000 is the goal. Uh, there are ways to give. Uh, you can call or text the word give to uh, 260-436-9598. Or you can go online to RedeemerRadio.com slash give and do it there. Uh, there are a couple giveaways um, for $120, which is basically what it costs to do an hour's worth of programming on the air. Uh, you can get a, a really nice looking T-shirt, which Father can actually show you because it's sitting on the table over there. I don't happen to have one in here with me because that's probably his size too. Oh yeah, extra small. <laughs> there you go. So a fancy, fancy Redeemer Radio T-shirt, 
for $120. For $400, uh, you can get a day sponsorship where you can do it for an anniversary or a wedding present or a husband or wife present or birthday for the kids or whatever you want it for. And you'll get about eight uh, eight times on the year during the day they'll, they'll make that announcement in your name. So those are the kinds of places we want to go. Uh, we want to get started with the number of pledges we get. So um, just call or text... Um, the word give to 260-436-9598, uh, com slash give if you want to do it online. I have a question, though, George. You can ask. Uh, you can ask. Okay. Well, it's just that as I've been listening off and on during the day to the other hours, there were often made available some incentives do we not get such incentives we, you for the may, Corpus Christi No, hour? no. You may well get an incentive. We just haven't uh, come up with what it is yet right now. So <laughs> so let's let's just move along and it's I a figure mystery. I figure by halftime I'll have a, I'll have I'll have some kind of incentive for you. Okay. All right. And we'll make it something you can actually make. Okay. So let's see how we're going. Um Father. I guess I would ask, I've asked this question. I know we get tired of talking about it, but um, I know we're kind of at the tail end of this fun year and a half that we've had. Uh, we hope that it's getting to near the tail end. But uh, the year what we were in it hot and heavy, a year ago Easter, when there was almost, there was nobody in any churches. Uh, how tough, how tough was that on you personally as a priest? And uh, I mean, us parishioners, I mean, I'm sure you heard from them what what was going on and just how tough that was for you personally. Well, I'm sure it's something that's been said many times and probably many times all day today uh, from the different people who have been sharing ours. Uh, it's just not the way it was supposed to be, and it's not the way it's designed to be. Um, our... Uh, our celebrations of Easter, the, the Triduum, and, and our celebrations of the liturgy in general are not meant for empty buildings and and uh, cameras to, I mean, grateful that we've been able to live stream. And, and at Corpus Christi, we started live streaming on March the 29th of last year and have been doing it every day since then, and sometimes more than once a day. <laughs> uh, it's not just Mass. We've done different devotions, different meetings, different everything else's. Um, you've got the equipment in the church, might as well get your use out of it. Um, but it is it is tough. Uh, you know, it was tough for me. Um, I was trained in a Benedictine seminary, and Benedictines are very big on liturgy, and so that was a main emphasis of our training, uh, not necessarily in each seminary that way, unfortunately, but uh, um, what happens is, is that, you know, it's, it's, there's just something wrong with all of that, <laughs> and it's just not the way it's supposed to be. And um, so this year was a, was a great blessing, uh, even though there were still restrictions and limitations of numbers of people and where they could sit and how they could sit right. and all the rest of that. And I, as I kept telling them, I'd love to see their smiling faces, but I can't uh, because we're still masked. Um, but it was much better to, to have live folk and responding folk right there in front of you. Okay. And, and that, I think that's pretty typical of everybody. And we're, we're all glad that we're back. I said I, I I know they last week they decided we could really or a couple of weeks ago we could do the singing now again, and I 
was okay with that. I think the people in the pew in front of me probably aren't as excited about that as I am, but you know, it's, it's, it's what it is. So they'll just have to get used to listening to me. Um, principal of a grade school, not a high school, but a grade school. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Uh, what has that meant for you? Um, at the beginning, I know you probably weren't before I get there, I've got to, I guess I got to tell people that we've actually got some pledges already and I should do that. Or unless Father wants to read them, if he can read them over there. Uh, well, we have uh, a pledge in from Esther Sear. Esther is not a member of Corpus, but a good friend of Corpus. She has a son and daughter-in-law and grandchildren who are members there, so we thank her for her pledge. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Doug Lies have pledged. Uh, Kathy is one of our teachers at the school okay. and uh, uh, probably our, our most veteran teacher uh, at the present time. And Pat Gapinski has pledged. So. Okay, well, good. So we got yeah. three of three men already, okay? Um, working toward the unannounced, unannounced incentive. Unannounced, yes. We're working towards the unannounced incentive. We'll let <laughs> you know what that is. We'll keep moving the target on I you. I think mystery incentive sounds better. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Well, you're much more charitable than he is. <laughs> <laughs> mystery incentive. Uh-oh. Oh no! I'm not turning your mic on. Well, here I'll. I don't know if you turn me on yet. But I, I did. Well, you may have turned me on the air. But anyway, here's the incentive. We had to wait to find out how many pledges you were going to bring in, Father Daryl, so we could set a actual challenge for you, because you do so well on That's the pre. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't do that with anybody else. <laughs> yes, but we like to challenge you because you're so good to us, and I know you can meet the goal. So we have actually set the pledge at 35 pledges. We'll get you the $500. So we were waiting to see because we knew you were probably going to beat anything we had already coming in. So we wanted to make sure, just as you have challenged us, we wanted to make sure we challenged you to get there. So there you go. It's 35 pledges. I know you guys will get there as well, and then we'll have that $500 match, and that will be great. So there you go. Thank you. <laughs> you thank you you think right <laughs> so we're, we got three so far jackie appleman just pledged so you're, you're three you're four in i'm sorry i missed the top one we're four into that 35 so okay now i'm sorry and well when again i'm going to interrupt you again let's make sure they know how they're going to do that father you, you've got a little card right here you yep. you can call or text the word give if you're as old as I am, you're going to call. <laughs> if you're as young as Maddie, you'll text. 260-436-9598. Or you can go to RedeemerRadio.com slash. Now, is that a forward slash or a backward slash? That's a forward slash. Forward slash. Give. There it is. <laughs> there you go. And I, that's terrible. Yeah. That's okay. Now, now we know everything we need to know. There you go. I don't know if do you remember the question. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I got distracted by we the were, mystery. Incentive. We were we were talking about school during the pandemic, uh -huh. and I know that it was like a lockdown last year at the you know the begin the end of your year, and in the beginning of school year, I'm assuming you opened up like everybody else did. That was we did. Um, I okay. will say I've been in education for over 22 years, and these last two have probably been the hardest. Um, when you close, when we closed down in March, I, I, I remember vividly telling my staff, you know, we're going to close down till spring break because that's honestly when we closed what everybody thought. And we mm -hmm. would have spring break. We would come back. We would, you know, pick up where we left off. N no harm, no foul, no nothing. Um, as those days progressed and then we were shut down, shut down, I, I think, 
you know, we had to sort of really dig deep, which I think every um, school, all our Catholic schools did a phenomenal job um, really digging deep to, f- to figure out how to make it work, how to get it done, how to make sure that kids were still getting what they needed, even though we were not in person. And um, in-person school is the best option. And I, I was so happy that we were able to open and remain open. Uh, you know, all year, um, we had a couple of opportunities where we did, um, you know, close a little bit just preventatively just to make sure that, you know, nothing um, spread that we didn't want to be. And so uh, we are hoping and praying that our last, you know, six or seven weeks here will finish strong, we'll finish the year. And that's the other thing, you know, like there was no closure to last year. Mm-hmm. You you didn't get to see those kids. You didn't get to say goodbye. So we're hoping for a nice close, looking forward to maybe a more normal year next year. Um but we just don't have those guidelines out yet. But I honestly think anybody who's in school, in a school, will say the last two have been their most challenging ever. And there, I know there's a lot of schools, community schools, that aren't open yet. Correct. That are doing some kind of hybrid or not, not doing any classes in person at all. Um, the fact that the Catholic schools were able to do this. Uh, we talk about what a Catholic education means, and we talk about how it's how it it's so good for kids to get a Catholic education because they learn about their faith, but they also you know they learn and they don't even have to be Catholic to go to a Catholic school. So they're learning they're learning the way to live their lives, the way they're supposed to live their lives. Um, and being in person, I'm sure, is something that helps that that teaching process and that learning process. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, uh, father and I kind of have, have joked all year, but, um, you know, first communion kind of got pushed out. So Mm -hmm. we had first communion from last year's group in the fall. And we're looking forward to having first communion in a couple of weeks with this group of, um, second graders. And, um, you know, you missed some of those milestones because we were closed and churches were closed and, um, you know, our Catholic families, and even if you're not Catholic, the, the families that are in the school, those, um, markers of our faith are are important. Um, May crowning is coming. You know, families look forward to May crowning. They look forward to those activities that you do to, to not only celebrate your faith, but to celebrate the, the, the school community and the parish community. And when you can't have them, it's like you lost a piece of yourself. And so it's just a beautiful opportunity that we can start to do some of those things again. And um, looking very forward to first communion in just a, little over a week or so yep. okay very soon i've got uh, four more pledges father i want to read those names i see that we want to thank maureen preston aaron ryle and brian and janet robleski and carolyn umprovinch so thanks very much for all right being part of the corpus christi hour and helping us move toward 35 pledges to get the mystery gift well the mystery it's not a mystery anymore it was a mystery number of pledges to get the gift. <laughs> the gift is out there. It's $500 from uh, Notre Dame Federal, Notre Dame Credit, Federal Union. Credit Union. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I lost it there for a second. So, uh, and, it, and the way they can do that is by calling or texting the word give to 260-436-9598 or going to RedeemerRadio.com slash give and doing it online. Carolyn Aronowski, thank you. Another one. We're, we're going to get to that 35 for the break. That's good. Yeah, you might want to do a tally. I, they're, they're, they're a little, I am. They're a little slow coming on <laughs> with the numbers. <laughs> okay, so, Father, we're past the pandemic, and we're back in the churches. 
So what kinds of good things you got going on at Corpus Christi now that we're kind of back together and you really believe we're past the pandemic? Well, we're back. We're, no, no, I don't think we're past it. I think it's going to come back again, but I, I, I'm hoping not. But, uh, you know, I've been I've been I got my shots. I'm good to go. Um, but I, we're kind of back to we're kind of back together and things are loosening up a little. Let's put it that way. Maddie, so. Maddie's puppy has gotten its shots, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what we feel like lately, isn't it? It's like, um, it's it's a slow right. return, which and probably in some ways is not bad. Um Maybe a little slower than we would like it to be at times, but uh, um, we're probably still just a little under 50% of uh, our regular mass attendees coming back. Although I have to say since Easter Sunday, uh, these last three weekends, uh, I've probably seen close to eight or ten uh, individuals, couples, or families that we haven't seen for months and months and months who now feel comfortable coming back. So uh, it's a it's a question of just trying, as, as Maddie was talking about, some of those milestone events and things that happen every year that um, we're hoping to just be able to bring back in. Uh, yes, First Communion for last year's class was in October. Uh, graduation was in July. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, we had to wait to see what was going to happen and, and how we could to do all of that. And and it's not just a question of, uh, okay, do we hand out diplomas? Uh, you can do that anytime or you can mail those. But how much of the regular normal things that we would typically do with either a liturgical event or a school event, how many of those can can we still do, and how much of that can we do? And again, we're still adjusting, but uh, uh, the signs are hopeful. You know, the signs are, are very hopeful if you're patient, uh, and I think that's part of it. And and that's always, I think, the catch because once things start to reopen. The tendency is to want to rush and get everything right back the way it used to be. And and you've got to be a little more patient than that. Okay. It's kind of like patiently waiting for pledges. <laughs> are we doing that? We are. Okay. But they're coming in. They're coming in. They yeah. are coming We've got in. a few more if you want to read those or I can, whichever. All righty. Well, we've got, we want to thank Regina Jitsi. Um, we want to thank Tony and Cash Pacusa. Debbie and Rodney Green, and Tracy and Mike Campbell. That's so. right. Good. It's good. It's three more. So now we're up to you. You got the tally. I I quit. Wow. <laughs> Just you'll take care of it for me. I'm I'm tallying the new ones that I didn't know anything about. So <laughs> the, those who have called in during oh, okay. this hour. Okay. Yeah. That, okay. They're sneaking a couple of the others in on me. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. We'll get there. Okay. Let's talk about school. <laughs> What's the school doing? You said you had a May crowning coming up, so you kind of... Well, First Communion's first uh, first Sunday in May. Oh, traditional First Communion Sunday across probably all our... Half of the half parish, of the world, right? Yeah. I was going to say our parishes, but half the world is probably more accurate. Uh, so that week we will um, have May crowning. Um, as Father mentioned, we're still trying exactly to figure out what that will look like. Um, traditionally, it's a big school event, and... The whole school is invited. We just don't have that space right. for social distancing purposes. Um, and then, you know, it's a push to the end. We'll have graduation. Um, it's kind of amazing to think that um, 
when you think of where we started in August and uh, the parish was uh, generous enough to uh, get us all Chromebooks for our kindergarten through eighth graders. And so we started with this big push for Chromebooks and e-learning and how that has, you know, developed and how it's gone. And um, I, I think the teachers will be ready for a break come um, I, uh, June 9th when we're out and they can put their computers away for a little while. Uh, but it. It's going to be a busy end of the year, that's for sure. So have you been uh, doing both um, in-person and um, uh, remote-type teaching? or They have had to, yes. We have had a few um, children that have been remote for most of the year. Okay. Um, and then we have had some in and out due to quarantining issues and exposure. And so uh, they, our teachers have been doing uh Google um, live Google meets for their te- for their kiddos at home and so they're kind of like teaching too. They are. It's like it's like doing double duty. It's totally been double double duty. Yes. And and they're all on board with that. Uh, it's hard. It's very hard. Uh, we went through a lot of options and they thought that this option was the best given the information we had in August. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm I'm reading because it looks like we got about five more pledges, Father. We've got a few more that have come in. We want to uh, certainly continue to thank the folks. Uh, pedi- uh, Footprints Pediatrics, um, that would be the Arevalo family. Um, Tom and Mary Warren, Sharon Domlin, Bob Shaper, uh, Jim and Carla Fagan. So we continue to thank the folks who are coming in. Keep those pledges coming because 35. It looks like 19 so far. We're we're going and we're going strong. We're not halfway done yet, so that's, that's good. good. That's good. Some uh, hopefully they'll give us an idea how much money we've got at some point too, because that's also what we want to try to do is make sure we hit that four thousand um, dollars. Is there a mystery gift for that too? Yeah, or? I'll get. I'll get. If the, you get a mystery gift, I'll go buy you something. I don't, I don't, I, I'm not sure. You, you're, 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 that's what it takes. You know, I'll take you out to dinner tonight well, or something. I don't know. I, I mean. <laughs> George, you and I both know that that life is filled with various incentives. Yes. And, you know, we come in here totally at the mercy of Redeemer Radio, who somehow has decided that 4,000 is a nice number. That's right. Um, I'm grateful that it wasn't any higher than that, because in some share it's been ridiculously too high. Um, oh, I, get, I, I got your the most you ever gave. I've got that down here if you want to know what it was. Sixty nine hundred and five dollars. That's a that's a that's a good chunk of money. It is. That's a good chunk I, of money. I've told you, and right it was fifty nine pledges. I told you right from the start that uh, the people at Corpus Christi are. I put it out there for them. Tell them that it's coming up, and they take it and in run their with typical it. style. Yes, they do. They take it and run with it, and that's great. That's good. So yeah, if it if it takes taking you out to dinner tonight or something, that's no big deal. We'll we'll go someplace and grab a hamburger. Uh, you got another one, Mr. and Mrs. Stubsinski? Uh, absolutely. Is that the right? That is, that is That's correct. pretty good, huh? Yeah. Catherine Wilson? Yeah. So we're up to 21 now? You're doing good. We're rolling right along. Um, we're going to take a break here in about a minute, so I'm not going to get started with too much more discussion right now, but uh, let's keep those cards and letters coming. Uh, call or text uh, the word GIVE to 260-436-9598, or you can go online at redeemerradio.com slash give and do it online. 
Um, while we're at break, don't don't think you don't get to pledge or call. You can do that. It'd be a great time so you aren't listening to this wonderful banter that's going on. <laughs> well, and it's be a, it really would be the better time to call because that means that none of the people who are answering the phones or responding to the texts are listening to this. <laughs> They've heard the commercials already. That's so. right. They've got nothing else to do. That's right. right. Keep them busy. Keep them busy. So let's go to break, and then we'll be back in a couple of minutes, and uh, we'll see how much we've gotten over the break time, and we'll go from there. Welcome back. Uh, to our Corpus Christi Hour of the Sherathon coming out of South Bend. We're here with Father Darrell and uh, I, I'm, I'm terrible with name, Maddie. Thank you, Maddie. Willerton, the principal of the school. Uh, we asked you to do pledges while we were off, and it looks like that worked. We got uh, special thanks to Dave and Vicki Nicewanger, I guess. Yes. Uh, Tom and Mary Cagle. And Tracy Carroll. And Tracy Carroll. Tracy is our. Aid in kindergarten. All right. Oh, that yes. she must be a saint. <laughs> Working yes, with kindergartners. <laughs> yes, thank you. And it looks like we're up to sixteen hundred and ten dollars total in pledges. Twenty-four pledges. And that's where we are at this point. That's so, where we are at this point. That's where we are at this point. So you either call or text uh, to get those numbers going up. You can call or text the word "give" to two six zero four three six ninety five ninety eight. Or you can go online to RedeemerRadio.com slash give. Remember that for a $120 gift, you'll get a a self fancy schmancy soft little T-shirt that says you belong. And uh, they're really nice T-shirts. And uh, for $400, you can buy you can buy a, a day sponsorship. So during the break, I had this revelation, George. That yes, sir. This is the literally the 11th hour. Oh, <laughs> of the first day of the Sherathon. So, so this is when all the money comes in during the eleventh hour. Absolutely, isn't that right? Absolutely, and the and and the drive home hour. Then the drive home but, hour. But don't call or text while you're driving. Now, some, somebody gave, I guess, on Facebook, put a comment on Facebook that said uh, something about it's wonderful seeing the dream team. Uh, I don't know who that was because I didn't hear it. I'm assuming you are the dream team because I can't, you know, I don't think it's me. I, I can't jump anymore. Well, I thought it was you and Angelo. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's who it is. I don't think they'd be that excited about us. I think they're excited about you. So, Okay, so $1,610 total, uh, 24 pledges, and hello to the dream team from, oh, from Diane Freebie. <laughs> <laughs> She she is our Facebook moderator. There you go. Yes. Well, and she's moderating apparently. So, <laughs> thank you, Diane. Mr. and Mrs. Michael Kenzicki. Kenzicki. Yep. Mike and okay. Colleen. Yes. Okay, that should get us up there. James Fagan. Again. Again. Okay. okay. Well, once wasn't enough. You can give twice. It's okay <laughs> with us. We're, we're not. You know, we're not uh, going to turn down anything that comes in. So. Well, I, you know, the, the, the folks with the calculators down in the Fort Wayne studio right now need to press a few more buttons. That's right. Yes. That's exactly right. Let's get this moving. Rick Winsick. Rick Winsick, absolutely. Okay. And they're, yeah. they're, it looks like they're typing us another one. Um, so you're getting back to slowly back to normal. Uh, some things coming back. Well, I'm not. No. <laughs> I'm not. Things gonna, are. I have to be careful. I yes, can't say yes. anything bad about a priest. So I, I got to just keep my mouth shut. Well, uh, especially I've, now. I've never presumed to be getting slowly back to normal. <laughs> um, but they are. And are you are you getting some things back, some um, 
I guess, some ministries that you've had that you haven't been able to do for a year back in the parish, getting back together now? Or well, is that still a little too soon for that? Or, uh, you know, it, where it, are you on that? It, it's an off and on kind of situation, I think, that uh, uh, one of the saddest parts is that um, uh, Sister Cecilia Clare, who is a sister of St. Francis of Perpetual mm-hmm. Adoration, is our pastoral minister. And um, she really just got started in February of 2020. And uh, she just does a, a wonderful job of outreach to the homebound, to the seniors who aren't able to get around as much, and to, to the nursing homes and, and all of that. And then, of course, boom, everything just shut down. And, um, you know, she had some protocols that the convent had put into place as well about who could get out and where they could go and, and whatnot. We have to understand all of that. So, you know, she got on her phone and started calling people and, and whatnot. But um, slowly that's going to be reopening uh, because for a long time we could not get into the hospitals or into the nursing homes. And and so, you know, that was that was tough. That was tough. But it is slowly opening up. Um, you know, I was just at hospice house last night um so you know it's it's uh the ministries are are starting to warm back up a, a little bit uh, a lot of things did not shut down exclusively or or for the whole period of time um some of our organizations, for instance, our senior group, our men's group, our altar and rosary society, um, they found ways to meet um, and one of the things that also we had going on is that we have what we call Corpus Christi Growing in Faith. They're small groups uh, based on many people will remember when the diocese did arise. Yes. And then um, uh, why Catholic and, and whatnot. Well, a lot of these groups are still meeting. And so we've taken on since there's no general program anymore. We've taken on uh, a committee has chosen different topics uh, using the resources from formed and uh, it's okay. so they've been viewing uh, videos and having discussions and some of our groups met in person they were small enough where they could social distance and do that and some of our groups met virtually and so those things have, have still been going on um, our response to our Lenten devotions it was very good um, you know our, our our Friday night stations of the cross so things have we've tried to maintain as much of the usual regular routine as possible okay looks like we've got a couple more people that have either called in or sent in Pledges. I got a Mike uh, Walther. Mike Walther. Absolutely. David Orvis. Yes. Tom's Car Care Center. Special thanks. Uh, yeah, one of the uh, sponsors of Redeemer, Redeemer Radio. Radio. Yes. yes. Okay. I was just going to ask for a total. We've got a total right now. We were at uh, $3,410, which is only a $590 away from our goal, and 30 pledges. And if we can get five more pledges, that $500 gets added to this and we're almost at the goal so yay we're almost there we just need those five more pledges of whatever whatever amount you want to give keep those cards and letters coming as the old time tradition used to say and you want to tell them how they can do that absolutely call or text the word give to 260-436-9598 or redeemerradio.com slash give slash give thank you i like that deep voice that's good Uh, okay. Um, 
I guess um, anything else? I mean, is there? I I don't know. I mean, is there anything going on that you want us to know about that's happening at the parish or? Anything that you want to, I guess, discuss or talk about? I mean, we got, hey, we got 20 minutes of airtime. Let's talk about whatever, you know. I think um, it's kind of exciting. The parish is getting ready to celebrate their 60th anniversary. That's kind of, Well, see, now that's a secret I hadn't heard. 60 years. Goes with the mystery gift. It, well, yeah. oh, that was the mystery yeah. celebration? <laughs> you haven't been there. You haven't been a pastor there for that long, have you? Uh it feels that way this year, but, uh, <laughs> and I think every pastor would say the same thing. Probably the it same has thing. been one of the longest years <laughs> that I've ever had. Yeah. But uh, no, um, the parish was founded in uh, 1961. Um, it was the uh, actually that's kind of a misnomer because uh, the parish was actually founded in 1898. It was Sacred Heart Parish in downtown South Bend, okay. which was catering primarily uh, for those who are familiar with the South Bend history of the church. Um, we had eight or 10 parishes within about a 12 block area downtown, every one of which was a different nationality or ethnic group. Uh, Sacred Heart served primarily the Belgian community. And um, so it existed. Uh, it was only about a, a block away from the former St. Stephen's Parish, which served the Hungarian community and and, and whatnot. And then uh, in in 18, or 1961, uh, because the parish was dwindling in size, as most of them were uh, in that geographic area, um, they moved it to the northwest side of South Bend, bought 29 acres of property there, and um, renamed it Corpus Christi. They did not want to continue the name Sacred Heart because there was already Sacred Heart on the campus. There was already Sacred Heart in Lakeville. Not that you can have too many Sacred Hearts, <laughs> but you can have too many Sacred Heart parishes. There you go. And uh, so they, they named it Corpus Christi. So, yes, we are approaching our 60th anniversary as Corpus Christi Parish. But again, our roots go much deeper than that. Okay. And a big celebration. When when was it? Is it a month? What month? I mean, do you have a... That's been a, a difficult thing, but it's usually we look at the month of August. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's coming up in August. Yeah. Okay, um, but the feast of Corpus Christi will be here much before much that. Much before then, the first that's weekend it. of June. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Yes, and that's right around the corner. Well, and and it is, and it's uh, it's kind of an exciting time for us, not just because it's the feast of Corpus Christi, but that also happens to be, as most people in the diocese know, the weekend in which priesthood ordinations are Correct. scheduled. Uh, got a whole plethora of of priests being ordained this year, and two of those being ordained. Uh, Deacon Keaton Lockwood and Deacon Paolo de Gasperi uh, both served time summers in our parish. And so our parish is really kind of excited, really excited that about, yeah. uh, you know, these are a couple of our own now that uh, <laughs> are being ordained as they were a couple of years ago when Father uh, Jay Horning and Father David Hunick, also both of whom spent summers at Corpus Christi, were ordained. It's it's just a, kind of an interesting, you know, people look for tidbits of, of you know, trivia and minutiae. Um, but uh, Father Jay and Father David were both in the same class. They were, they both had been at Corpus, as I said, and their ordination took place on the weekend of Corpus Christi. 
Um, Deacon Keaton, Deacon Paolo spent time at Corpus Christi, and their ordination is also on the weekend of Corpus Christi. <laughs> so we kind of look at that and say, in case we ever get any more seminarians, uh, they can probably look to see when the Feast of Corpus Christi is and know when their ordination when will ordination be. When ordination is going to be. Okay. Um, Let's remind people, I haven't seen anything new come up. I'm sure there's something going on in the background, I hope. Uh, but uh, people can pledge by calling or texting uh, the word GIVE to 260-436-9598 or go online, RedeemerRadio.com slash GIVE and do it there. Uh, they're reminding me the pledges don't have to come from Corpus Christi people. I think we got a few that came in that weren't from there. Uh, so feel free to give to this hour. It's the 11th hour, as Father said. Um. Let's talk about the radio station for a minute. Um, I know that, Father, you've been involved in it for a long time. Uh, the impact that the Redeemer Radio or Catholic Radio in general has on the community and maybe the impact that you have seen over the period of time that we just went through in that last year and a half. Any any thoughts or personal experiences that uh, that you can you can kind of talk about? Well. You know, the church is a missionary teaching endeavor. Uh, you know, I, I keep reminding people that, you know, the commission that Jesus gave to the apostles at the Ascension was very simple. Go out and teach. And if your teaching's good enough and people hear you and believe, bring them into the church through baptism. Um, and so, you know, that's that's what we're about. And whether it's in Catholic education, as so many of our parishes have schools, our high schools, um, whether it's in religious education programs, adult formation, RCIA, I mean, we're teaching all the time. And one of the great missions of Redeemer Radio and Catholic Radio in general is the fact that it helps that teaching mission. Um, you know, the ch church, the official church can only do so much. Um, and, you know, we will take all the help we can get. And, and this is a this is a great ministry. And, you know, particularly in, in, the, in the last 12 or 14 months, when people could not get to the schools, could not get to the religious ed programs, could not you know, a lot of RCIA got canceled and, and a lot of other things that uh, many of them turned to Redeemer Radio, um, to other uh, media presentations, EWTN and whatnot, um, to continue to be sustained in their faith and how critical that is and how helpful that is to us as a church. Yeah, I've had priests tell me many, many times that, you know, you can go places I can't go. You know, you're you're kind of as a priest, you can go where you can go. As a lay person, I can go where I can go, and sometimes they aren't the same. And so we have to help with that process. And I think a lot of us forget that that's part of our job too, to help. And this is a, I shouldn't say it's an easy way to do it. I'm sure there's a lot that goes into it, but it's uh, it's a easy way for a person to receive it. It's not necessarily easy to put it out there, but it's it's an easy way to receive it. I think that I like the, um, to think of the word accessible. It makes our faith accessible in a very non-threatening way. Um, and it gives 
perhaps people um, accessibility to um, something they wouldn't necessarily want to do. Uh, maybe, you know, they don't know something, but they don't want to ask the pastor or ask a priest, but they can listen um, on the radio and find some of those answers or listen to some of the segments like with Bishop Rhodes. Like they may not have an audience with Bishop, but they can hear him on the radio. Right. And that that would not be accessible other than for the fact that the radio is providing that. And they always say you can, you can send questions in. I don't know if they ever get to those questions in that hour. You, a lot know. of times I've listened to a few and it's like, okay, I never heard any questions. But uh, but you, it's, it, you're right. It's a way to at least get one side of dialogue going and, uh, and and learn more about our faith. Okay, people, we're we're still kind of frozen here. I know they're they're typing away, so we'll see what comes up. But we need those five more pledges. Um, if we can get those on, we can unlock five hundred dollars. And uh, looks like we got one from Kurt Fury. I don't know. Hey, it came from wherever it came from. It's a pledge. <laughs> I'm going to take it. Right. Well, you announced that <laughs> you didn't have to. You be didn't a, have to be a Corpus member to okay to do that. Well, and apparently from the look on your face, that's nobody you're aware of. So, then thank you, Kurt. For uh, pledging on an hour that isn't for a parish that you belong to. And so we have to assume that the name was typed in correctly from whoever's doing the typing. Yeah, it could so, be. Yes, that's right. Yes. That's what we have to assume. But again, this is your chance, everybody, to exercise your church membership, your obligation. Those who were in church this past weekend heard me preach about that very forcefully about the fact that we're all on mission here. So call or text the word GIVE to 260-436-9598 or the or <laughs> RedeemerRadio.com slash GIVE. That's good. Uh, got a couple more, Father? I'm I'm keeping track. That looks like it might be 33 coming. But uh, Corpus Christi Alder and Rosary Society. Alder and Rosary Society. They've been very supportive. Every every single Sherathon. Good group of people, I'm sure. Ryan Willerton. Oh, Ryan Willerton. Who's that? Thanks, Ronnie. <laughs> isn't that you? You better give, isn't it? I didn't give that ultimatum. No. Oh, okay. Well, that's okay. Uh, Ryan Olmstead. Ryan Olmstead. Yes. So if I, if my one, two, three, four, five, Natasha Foster. Thank you, Natasha. That sounds like five pledges on top of the 30 they said we had, right? Uh, we've got to be close. <laughs> and they're still typing away. So maybe they'll give us an update here in a minute. Well, yeah, we don't want to, you know, we, we want to get that before we go off. Yes, the we air definitely want to get that. Hour. Yes. And Jane, uh, John and Nancy Strauss. Oh, yes. Up, up in Niles. So the sound, the sound is over the border. Over the border. You know, we're out, we can go out of the out of the state. It's amazing what you can do with the airwaves. There are days when I can't pick it up on my radio. And we're going across the border. So Chuck and Diane Freebie. The, another another the, one? The Facebook queen. The face, <laughs> 35 match reached. So that $500 gets rolled in. I don't, and all these people gave some kind of money. So hopefully we'll get a dollar total before we get out of here. But we should be uh, over that $4,000. But that doesn't mean we have to quit calling. Oh, no, by no means. That doesn't mean we quit calling. 4155 so far. And uh, that's a good number. So I, I just. As people know, I hate to go down as not having reached a goal <laughs> in the hour. 
I'll save that for other places. But, uh, not here. Not here. Not okay. now. All right. So we're, we want to meet. We and you want to keep going. Like I said, it's uh, I, at one time your all time high, almost impossible to hit at this point. But I never say anything's impossible. Was sixty nine hundred dollars. You're at forty one fifty five and. I'm not sure if that $500 even added into that. And there is so, nine minutes left to and go. And there's nine minutes left to go. So let's. You never uh, know what can happen in nine that, minutes. It, well, I know my screen just went blank again, so <laughs> <laughs> it came back. All right, it, it goes on pause after a while. And so. and you know, for all we know, Ryan Woolerton may be texting some of his coworkers at Notre Dame. Sure, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Tell them Ryan to use the Corpus Christi hour. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We didn't have an hour. I had to give you some money this time, I suppose. We didn't. St. Vincent's Nelcar didn't have an hour this time. So uh, I got to give my money somewhere. So we'll see where it goes. All right. I'll give it to Father the Father would be happy to take uh, it. I'll give it. To- <laughs> we'd, we'd be very happy. But but in a spirit of camaraderie and everything else. I should probably it, give it someplace where they didn't make their goal, right? That's true. That's true. Yeah. So they can feel good about themselves. Yes. Everybody gets a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody needs to give a pledge. That's, that's what it is. That's, there you go. That's what it is. Everybody needs to give a pledge. And for $120, what do you get? You get a t-shirt. And it, and Not it, a trophy. You get a t-shirt. And it is a nice, soft t-shirt. Oh, right? it, it is. It's a soft t-shirt because that's what they They love soft t-shirts around here. Okay, so we got the, okay, you're in a Serban family? Or yes. Serban? Dr. Joe and Kate, thank you. And they must have given a good amount of money because they said to give their T-shirt to you. So Ooh. on your way out, you get a T-shirt. Ooh! <laughs> so we know thank how, you. Thank we you. don't know what they gave. We know how much they the minimum of what they gave. Well, and you know, I'll have to testify to the softness of the T-shirt. Then, okay. Talking point: Miriam Horban was Redeemer Radio Student of the Month for February. Yes, she was. Okay, so I didn't know that. Angelo's carrying me up on that. Uh, and obviously, uh, and the Horbin family pledged as well. Yes, they did. I saw that name earlier. Yes, is she a graduate of the the uh, grade school? She I'm is. assuming. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then she's at where now? Marion or St. Joe? Actually, it's, uh, Clay. Oh, Clay. Clay High School. Okay. Yep. I didn't know if she yep. was at one of the Catholic. Yep. Okay. Nope. Uh, Paul Carrier, one of our teachers. One of our teachers. Sherry, and our cantors. Sherry Martinkowski. Sherry Martinkowski, yes. Brenda Greer. They're giving me these names that are a little hard to pronounce every once in a while. Absolutely. Keep Brenda it, Greer. You're doing well. I, well, that's good. I could be a lector in your church then. Giles and Suzanne Horbins. There's the Horbins, yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So hopefully in here in a little bit we'll get a total total because we're getting ready to go off the air short in about four minutes. So five minutes, something like that. About five so last five minutes, it's the last five minutes of time you got. What do you got? Anything? Anybody? Last anything? five minutes of the 11th hour. Last five minutes of the 11th hour, which is where everything comes due on the 11th hour. Good and bad, both. This is all good. Once again, if you're in your car on your way home from work and listening in, we thank you for that. Um, we would invite your pledge, whether you're from Corpus Christi or outside of the Corpus Christi reach. Um if you're looking for a parish home, consider the Corpus Christi Reach, but uh, consider a gift to Redeemer Radio to help keep this on the air. Um, you can call or text, but again, we're suggesting pull over <laughs> before you do that. Um, you know, we don't want you to be arrested or ticketed or whatever else they do these days if they see you uh, on your cell phone. 
or RedeemerRadio.com slash give. give. I like the way you do that. And then also I'd like to say that there, we've got a few more names. Let me read these. Uh, Mary and Maury Green in memory of Loretta Royce. Mm-hmm. Mark Timler? Timler. Timler. Yep. Okay. His wife, Jenny, is our organist at the 5 o'clock Mass on Saturdays. Okay. Uh, you can read that. This next line, that's a pretty good line. You can have that one. 44 pledges so far and a total of $5,620. And I was going to add, if you're in your car on the way home and you can't pull over right now and you do still want to pledge to this hour, you can give even after the hour's over. We'll take money for it. All you have to do is specify <laughs> specify that you want the money given to Corpus Christi. He just wants to get on. It's on YouTube he, or on Facebook. He just wants to get on the air. Um, he, can't stay, he can't stand it. He's on the radio, not on TV. So that's what we get with him. So um, anyway, you can call and or text uh, these numbers. Um, Call or text give to 260-436-9598 or go to RedeemerRadio.com. Specify you want your gift given to the Corpus Christi Hour. It will be added after the fact. And they will get credit for that. And uh, this number can just go up. And, and and you know, George, one of the things I have did not hear today, and granted I didn't couldn't listen all day long, but I and I'm not sure how this has changed with the current pandemic. But we used to also say that in case you're driving home, pull into Little Flower and come in the back to Redeemer Radio. Come in the door yep. and we'll give you a pledge card. And we can still do that. Uh, you probably have to wear a mask when you come in, just like anything else. And we'll wear one when we deal with you. But uh, we'd be happy to take pledge cards that way. And, yeah, we probably haven't promoted it quite as much because it's just because of what it is. But yeah. we'll be happy to take a pledge in person. Not a problem. Stop by anytime, be it this hour, any hour coming up. We'll be happy to take your pledges from you, and we'll just do it as you know as socially distanced as we can and as safely as we can. But we'll make it as safe-free as possible. Okay? Yes. All right, Father. Um, anything else you want to say? Otherwise, I think uh, we can probably uh, do a closing prayer and a blessing and uh, – Call it an hour. Well, we, again, just want to thank all those very generous people who have helped make this hour possible, help us reach the goal, help us get to that mystery gift uh, and all of the rest of it. Uh, thank Angelo for his <laughs> whatever, that, whatever was. that was. Shenanigans. <laughs> That's a good good word That's for it. Yes. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and to thank Redeemer Radio, uh, this has been a uh, and as you mentioned earlier, um I've been with this since the very beginning uh, in some form or another and uh, have watched it grow and, and you know, very excited still about, you know, the possibility of, of this great tool of evangelization. And so thanks for helping make this work and thanks for getting the truth and beauty of our Catholic faith out there on the air. So, okay. You ready to close? I'm ready for you to close. Yeah. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Gracious God, all we can do is come with a spirit of gratitude at the end of this hour for all of the many good gifts and blessings that you have bestowed upon us and you continue to bestow upon us through Redeemer Radio. Thank you for the generosity of so many wonderful folks, believing folk, faith-filled folk, who have helped to make this possible. 
may we always remember that each one of us is called in our own way to be a missionary, to be an evangelizer, to be one who witnesses to the faith, uh, not only to tell what we know, but to help others come to experience those same things. Continue to bless this ministry, and we ask you to continue to bless us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, and thank you all members of Corpus Christi that were able to donate to this hour. We appreciate it. Uh, it's what allows us to do what we do, and uh, we always uh, we always want to thank you for, for being a part of this and, and making it a, a fun hour and, and, and making it happen the way it did. Thank you very much. Thanks, Mrs. Willerton. Thank you, Mrs. Willerton. Thanks, Father. Thank you for listening to this hour of Redeemer Radio's 2021 Spring Shareathon. Please keep us in your prayers, and if you're able to support the mission, visit RedeemerRadio.com to make a monthly or one-time donation. And if you're looking for more great podcasts, check out SpokeStreet.com.